0: Welcome to Nayral's The Morning After. Each week, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive healthcare, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and on our website at prochoiceohio.org. The program also airs each Friday morning at nine on WGRN ninety four point one in Columbus, Ohio. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at prochoiceoh. Nayral's The Morning After is a production of Nayral Pro Choice Ohio. Enjoy the show.
1: Does this look weird?
0: Not any weirder than it normally look.
1: <laughs> are we recording? We are now. Hey, I'm Kelly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Gabe. Hi, I'm Hannah. <laughs> We're mixing
0: it up this week. We have our Northern Ohio organizer. What? What is this face?
1: I'm the senior organizer.
0: My mistake. The senior organizer. Oh, no, I've been called out. <laughs>
1: The senior organizer
0: Hannah Servadio is on our podcast this week, so yay, Hannah! Welcome back to the
1: podcast. Woo. <laughs> Hi,
0: guys. <laughs> She's very excited to be here. Yeah. She's here to talk about this really awesome event she just did this past weekend. She did a massive music festival called Ro Yeah. Had like twelve bands. Tell us, tell us about it.
1: I did. So for the last year and a half or so, I've been um, working with bands. Uh, there is a a pretty famous band um, called the called Foxing. Um, they're from somewhere in the Midwest. I don't remember exactly where, but... We they, are somewhere in the Midwest. We are also somewhere in the Midwest. I don't know. The Midwest is vast. Um, <laughs> and unforgiving. <laughs> so, so Foxing made a tweet, and I've listened to Foxing for a long time. They're a great band. And the tweet was like, hey, if you're a local organization, come, you know, let us know, and we'd love to work with you when we're touring. And I was like, hey, that's me. I am a local organization. And so they were like, dope, come hang out with us. And I did. I, I went to the show, and uh, they had me speak on stage, which was very cool and and weird, and the room was so big, and so many of my friends were in that room. But that started like a progression of, of working with bands when they come to Ohio, and also my friends' bands, like local bands. The local music scene is something that I care about very much in Cleveland, and I know a lot of people in it. I, I go to a lot of the shows, and it just felt right to marry the two. So... Um, for a while, I've been working on this plan to put on a fast and the idea was when I go to these shows, I'm normally just speaking and, you know, doing petition signatures and what have you. But what if we take those people that are already interested in the process and, and like the music, but also like what we're talking about and, and turned it into a bigger way for them to engage. So we were planning and planning and it turned into this. Huge twelve band fest that we did. That's
0: incredible. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Gabe is very sad. He was not able to attend. I, I am. Gabe was Gabe was experiencing serious FOMO, and I mean, oh, I was. You you should have been. It was fun.
0: Yeah, no, it was a great <laughs> event. There was a huge turnout. There Everybody was, was, was super nice.
1: I I was very nervous that nobody would come, <laughs> which which was just like my anxiety. Not necessarily that people would actually not come, but I I kept having like thoughts that my friends would come but like just like stand outside and like laugh but not actually come inside. Do you really <laughs> hate your friends that much? No!
2: Then, <laughs> next next was, time you have a big that was ev- the opposite. <laughs> next time you have a big event I'm going to rig it so that every time a ticket is sold it sends you an email that says sorry I'm not going to
0: make oh, it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want me to have like a full-on mental breakdown
0: in the office
1: Cause that, anyway that feels like what would happen
0: if you're wondering what the life of an organizer is like
1: it's very similar to this um that might
0: be my greatest idea ever
1: that's not funny <laughs> <laughs> any greater than the the screenshots you send of us of our faces at weird angles or turn us into gifs
2: yeah well GIFs? you know when GIFs? you're when, when you're testifying uh uh, before the Senate I have to move quick but uh, as, as for your event so so you got May Halls how, how did you guys get May Halls
1: so I did get May Halls um,
0: which is a concert venue slash bowling alley as yeah I learned. a yeah, pretty it's,
1: badass one it's super dope it's it's well known in, in Cleveland it's in Lakewood which is you know also where a lot of that community takes place music because there's a lot of venues right over there um, and yeah I happen to know the the talent booker uh, manager there and we had this conversation and I've seen them do fundraisers there before and because of the idea of what we wanted it to look like in the capacity of people that are the amount of people that we'd like to attend May Hall's just kind of seemed like the right place and so they have three stages a main stage Um, the apartment which is upstairs and then the downstairs which is called the locker room and so we were actually able to stagger the bands so none of them overlapped the other one but there was constantly like a band going so people saw bands and then they came out and the whole main room of the event was like action tables Um, we had an ask me about my abortion table that was staffed by People that have had abortions and talking about, your Patients to Advocates folks. Yeah. So, uh, some of our Patients to Advocates folks, but also just some volunteers. We had a board member uh, that was involved uh, with the Ask Me About My Abortion table. It was awesome. People had a lot of really good conversations. We did a sex trivia table. Uh, we did a Twitter testimony table. And a huge raffle table made up of, like, a ton of really, like, super cool Cleveland businesses that wanted to be part of it. So, it felt like a really hometown community event, which is how I wanted it to feel, like people that are already worked up and and angry and want to get involved in some way, but don't know how to do it. So you're going to go to a show anyway. That's how I feel about partnering with bands is I'm going to go to that show anyway. And if I can turn it into an opportunity to have conversations and, you know, get people engaged, then I will do that. So that's what we did.
2: The, the lineup that you guys had, I mean... The point where I, I, I got kind of before the event was happening the most excited was then I saw the graphic that showed <laughs> all the different bands across the three yeah. stages. Because it looked exactly like, you know, if you go to uh, Bonnaroo, if you go to Lollapalooza right. and they have how many stages and then you see where all the bands are going to be and mm-hmm. then you start to figure out, oh, well, I can go to that one. Then I'll go over to the stage and I'll see that yeah. one. This is the first time I've ever seen like an event organized by local nonprofits that had multiple stages. And then there was a whole lineup with you're going to go see this on this stage and then you go over to this stage. That's never happened before.
0: Well, luckily... So when I saw
2: that, I was like, oh, wow, this is like a big thing.
0: I, and as I understand it, Mayhalls
1: only does it like two or three times a year where they open up more than one of their stages at a time. It's not an often thing. They'll do it occasionally, um, especially if they have like local bands on like a bigger band type of thing. But um, no, they don't do it all the time. We're special. We are special. And what I was going to say about that is that I am so grateful for my friends in the incredible band Bitch Seat. Um, they are a band from Northeast Ohio. Bitch with two eyes. Bitch with two eyes. Link in the show Um, notes. (laughs) They're going to love that. Um, And so they're uh, good friends of mine, and they wanted to be involved, but they wanted to take kind of like a leadership stance in this. So they actually didn't play, but they helped us organize the whole thing. So all of that, the schedule being put together, how that even looked with the color coordination, that was all them. I loved it. I thought it looked amazing, but the booking of the bands isn't really my forte and they have experience with that so that was that all went down because of them how many
0: volunteers did you have not including the band members
1: (laughs) well who helped out i mean the band members were like what can we do yeah um, I'd say probably between 25 and 30 throughout the night. Um, we had people working tables. We had people selling raffle tickets. Um, we had people taking pictures, like walking around uh, photographers, getting quotes from people. Uh, we just had people in, in a lot of different um, different positions and, and capacities to make sure that uh, we kept the night as involved as possible. And so, That's
2: more volunteers than we have run an average lobby day at the Statehouse.
1: Yeah, tell me
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> there <laughs> were... In defense, those are usually staff members. (laughs) Right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) There were volunteers that looked at me that were like, so what should I do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a role for you. All the roles are filled. Go have fun. So (laughs) enjoy
0: uh, yourself. That's your job.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Please publicly post how much fun you're having. Right, right. Can't convince your friends to come down for like the last hour and a half of this. Might as well. And so Melissa said that actually Melissa uh, Benson, who's one of our board members, she um, was was there for the event, and she was saying that she was having conversations with people, and there was this group of like young men that were teens, yeah, teen boys, teens, boys that you know were coming into coming around the event and saw how packed it was, and came in and bought tickets and started seeing the bands, which was. Awesome. So, yeah, it was. uh It's. I'm pretty proud of it. It was it's, a r- really cool event. It was a production. It was a production, and I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. I did. Check us out in three months when we have <laughs> another <Right>. one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Row, yeah. Everyone's like two. next
1: year. I'm like, no, soon. Let's let's get planning for I, it.
2: I was thinking about different venues in Columbus. I was like, where can we hold oh. one of <laughs> these?
1: I, I really want to do one on Dayton, actually. And I want to do it in Toledo. That'd be great. Because
0: yeah. we, we had Libby, what was that her name? A couple couple weeks ago, she was on our podcast. Or we were on her podcast. I don't remember. There's so many things so that happened. So many things.
2: Libby Balangie and Dayton. Yes.
0: She works with music stuff in her other job, so we could hook up with her for that. Love to work with music stuff. Listen, <laughs> not a music person. I don't like sounds. <laughs>
2: uh, of, so you had 12 bands in the lineup. Of those, were there any that... I mean, how how were the bands picked... Are there any that, you know... Are, are worthy of further discussion on the show. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: who all, should we know about? All Midwestern, like hometown boys and girls. That's and what I'm Non binary pals. Exactly. I don't want to pick out a particular band and say that they were greater than another band because we had incredible oh. bands. No, I'm not going to do that.
2: Pick out a band uh, and we, tell us more about
1: them. But I will tell you about one particular uh, uh, singer songwriter. Uh, they go by the name Absinthe Father and they came from Philadelphia, and that's why it stood out to me is is they drove seven hours for it. A non-paid fundraiser wow. show that benefits an organization that's not even in their state. It was it was incredible, and I we, I am deeply grateful for all of the bands who came in and participated. They're all incredible. We do do stuff for Pittsburgh people, I guess. Yeah, I mean, in theory, in theory. <laughs>
2: uh, links to all of the bands will be in the show notes.
0: Yeah. So. So yeah, congratulations, Hannah! That was a kick-ass event. Thank we're, you. we're all
1: very proud of you, <laughs> and you ended up raising almost five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's a cool part too. <laughs> Is we raised a lot of money, a lot of money, and it was all the. I, I feel like I sound very like a presidential candidate, but they're all small dollar donations. <laughs> like, like, the, like the tickets weren't, the tickets weren't $50 tickets to, to the band. It was like, average um, donation was $27. Not even that much. It was like, not 14. even that much. Right. <laughs> I was like, who were you trying to imitate? But then I got it. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the tickets were $12 in advance, 14, if you were under 21 and then 14, 16 a day of. And so, I mean, for the average ticket price being under $20. And then we were doing raffle tickets for like, Shout to out to your volunteer Nick who can hustle. My friend Nick is an angel and held a roll of raffle tickets and walked around the entire night just give me a- money, asking people to to give him money. And you know what? People did. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the hardest part is just drumming up
0: the uh, the forthright to. Say, give me money.
2: <laughs> yeah. People who can do that and work a crowd are saints when when they put their skills uh, for good.
1: Yeah. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't want to look at anyone and start crying and be like, please donate. I want this to go
0: well. <laughs> well, it went incredibly. Thank you. Good Thank job. You. We're all very proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, um, I guess I have to talk about my events next, which are actually just an extension of Hannah's events. <laughs> So back in the in last month, was it November or December? November. it gotta be I, I don't remember. <laughs> November. Well, 2019
2: <laughs> is a memory. Back in the olden decade.
0: <laughs> last <laughs> Early last in, week in the teens. Was, was a long time ago. Fair. Uh, anyway, Hannah in the fall did a lot of fantastic events with uh, Mel Barn, grilled up in Northeast yeah. Ohio. So we did
1: five right up there. and in, Shout out Jess. Yes. Uh, their marketing director who is an angel incredible angel sweet lady we love her and we love the partnership that we've built with melt through through this uh program
0: it's really been incredible so we have done that here in central and southern ohio we had uh easton melt on tuesday yesterday we had dayton tonight we have the short north one it's gonna be popping it's gonna be ridiculous i'm terrified it's gonna be it's gonna be lit
1: (laughs) hopefully not as lit as yesterday
0: yeah don't actually hand me lit (laughs) That's that's what I mean, um. But they've been like all the servers have been really impressed with all the business we've been managing to bring in. You said that Jess said we have been the biggest fundraiser like through oh, them, yeah, the, that the, they've ever
1: had. The Cleveland Heights one um, when we were in Cleveland Heights, the the servers and um, people that worked there said it was like the most populated fundraiser they had ever seen at the Cleveland Heights location. So, um, but but I mean I don't know if you want to talk about it at all the the deeper I mean it's yes girl cheese but yes. like the, the language yeah. part so, of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean we've been calling this uh, collection of events melt stigma because it's a pun and it's cheese and it's choice. But like the intent behind the intent behind, <laughs> the, intent behind it's the event. Cheese and it's choice. Let's cheese. My body, my cheese. Oh.
1: I wanna I wanna short this as it's cheese and it's choice. <laughs> Please give me my choice of cheese. Um. Oh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> nerds.
1: Are you coming tonight? I went yeah, to lunch. Yeah, he already, he already ate nice. his grilled cheese today. Yeah. That's fine.
0: Um, but the mild stigma is to talk about uh, our language around abortion, how to talk about abortion without making your language stigmatizing. And it's actually kind of cool because there are a lot of NARAL affiliates <laughs> that do like cheese and wine and chocolate fundraisers so this is kind of like a a interesting twist on that honestly yeah yeah. Uh, way more fun and less expensive (laughs) (laughs) it's not one of those hoity-toity fundraisers it's just like let me get my grilled cheese
1: no it's 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 definitely not it's very again has the hometown feel that we yeah. like and, and i mean it's an ohio business too yes uh, we love to support ohio businesses that love to support us yeah um and it's it's what 20 percent right of 25 25, I 25 think. of each uh anything meal yeah. that, that you that you bring the flyer for show the flyer for it could apply to catering
0: us. to-go orders alcohol. eat in order yeah alcohol everything so, yeah so uh come it's eat great Hope you got your cheese, because if you're listening to this, it's too late. Yeah. I had
2: the chicken and waffles with cheese.
0: How was it? It was delicious. I had the chicken paprikash mac and cheese the other night. Yes,
1: yeah. supportive of that. It was good. Love chicken
0: paprikash. Mm. Yes, I love it in any forms, and you add cheese, and it's even better. <laughs> love, love cream based foods this week.
1: Shout out our operations director Rachel, who makes an incredible from scratch chicken paprikash that she bring me, bring, <laughs> brought me, brought brought, brought me. Guys, um, I don't know if you know this, but it's been a tough few weeks for us. Brang, she brang me uh, leftover Jacob Papakash to the office because she likes to feed me, and it was delicious.
2: I don't know what kind of weird Southern twang slash. I don't know, Long I'm hanging Island out with
1: accent. Kelly, so I'm like, you know, <laughs> all means y'all, all means all. <laughs> <laughs> Please,
0: guys, so, we need to get through January. I in like two weeks. This is
2: either the best podcast or the worst (laughs) podcast we've
0: ever made. (laughs) Oh, my God. Behind the scenes, we're also working on endorsements, so Hannah and I are tired.
1: (laughs) We have made so many phone calls. So many. With lots of very nice people, though. And then
0: some terrible. No, it's fine. They're all fine. Most of them are fine.
2: These are candidates running in the...
0: (laughs) State uh, House and State Senate.
2: uh, In this, this March primary election yes
0: so we are trying to get our endorsements out to you by the beginning of february so keep an eye out for those in the coming weeks
1: and one thing i thought um i've been i don't know if you've been hearing this but in my phone calls we split the state so kelly has done the the southern and central half of the state and i've done the northern half of the state was so many people that are running for office specifically because of the six-week abortion ban or mm-hmm. other abortion bans that they've seen and they're sick of the attacks and it really it made them stand up and want to run for office yeah so when they tell us that i'm like that is you are getting on our good side yes
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i had one candidate tell me that like every third door he's knocked they've been mentioning abortion as one yeah. of their top issues yeah. so that's good to hear, that's good to know, and let's kick some ass this year, guys.
1: Oh my god. For for the
0: love of God, let's kick some ass. Um anyway, in legislation news, or at least the legislation adjacent, um, we've been having community meetings here in Central Ohio about a non discrimination ordinance related to repro health. So, um some community meetings we had one yesterday in oh no, I have forgotten. Please tell me where it was yesterday. Gabriel also does not know. I don't live here.
2: <laughs> uh, Lyndon,
0: Lyndon already happened. Franklinton is happening. No, wait. Lyndon is happening on the... <laughs> Franklinton is happening. The one last night was the one in your neighborhood. <laughs> oh, on the south side where I live. It's fine. I was in dating.
1: Parsons. Parsons. South side. Yeah,
0: on the south side. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. Um, but so it's a... These are conversations about like what you... What our community members have experienced... Um, As far as, like, discrimination around reproductive health, be it abortion, pregnancy, um, miscarriage management, anything in that vein, if you have experienced discrimination, we're interested in hearing from you. Um, We're hoping to have city council work on a reproductive health non-discrimination act. So, like, theoretically, under this ordinance, you would not be allowed to be kicked out of your housing because you've had an abortion or because you are pregnant or because you have a newborn. You know, things that should already be illegal, just kind of covering... Things where we can.
2: Right. And this is an ordinance that does not yet exist. It's not yet introduced.
0: We're just taking feedback so we can take it to city council. Kind
2: of an early comment period. Um, Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio. And then Root. Uh, and then Restoring Our Own Through Transformation. R-O-T-T. Um, R-O-O-T-T. R-O-O-T-T. That's what I said. Mm, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are the other organizations that are... Co-hosting these uh, these open meetings uh, with us, mm-hmm. um,
0: and they we're offering childcare at these meetings. We're offering food. Like we want people to come and bring It's a reproductive health like non-discrimination act like your children are allowed and encouraged to attend i promise <laughs> at the um, library <laughs> yeah like it's we we have child care we have food come um they're open to the public we want to hear from you so the next one is next friday the 31st at the franklinton library branch from ten thirty to 12
2: that word she just said was 31st
0: what did i say what do you think i said <laughs> all right all right, uh, and Listen, then, we
1: work really hard. We,
0: we are trying <laughs> so hard. We're trying so hard. And then February 8th is the Linden um, community meeting at the branch in Linden.
1: Cool. <laughs> Kenmore is like, sorry, it's my Kenmore.
2: The link for the information is in the show notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you can't understand anything that we're saying during this podcast, all the links will be in the notes. <laughs> it's important information. We're
0: just <laughs> words. Anyway uh <laughs> in the least amount of fun uh there has been is it been introduced or is it in the process of being ind- it's introduced. Clicking, it's introduced okay state legislation does it have a bill number yet
2: um two, it's two, getting two, applied two, uh, it's getting one so think it's
0: 260 okay i think so senate bill house bill Senate bill. Senate bill. Senate bill. Potentially, <laughs> tentatively, Senate bill 260 has been introduced.
2: <laughs> Link to the legislation in the show notes. I
0: need to make sure I'm right. Hold on. <laughs> um, it has how many? 16 co-sponsors. 16. Uh, all.
2: Which is quite a few in the Senate.
0: There's yeah. only 33 senators. Right. That is uh, just about half. <laughs> and it is a telemedicine ban. Um, what does that mean? Tell- does it? I do want to know. Does it only apply to abortions?
2: Yeah. Be, because telemedicine is a good thing. Yes. If you live in 150 miles from a doctor, if you live a thousand miles from a doctor and you can see a doctor through a video feed, if there's a web camera sitting somewhere and a, you know, a computer monitor and that lets you talk to your doctor, that's a good thing. That's amazing technology. This is the benefit of living in the future. Telemedicine is good. hmm Abortion access is good. You combine the two, you get abortion via telemedicine, also a good thing. You put one good thing together with another good thing. This is a good thing. uh, Senator Steve Huffman wants to ban it. Um, We're not aware of any uh, Ohio providers that are doing abortion through telemedicine, um, but it's something that happens in other states. It's a good thing when it happens there. Um, so you would go into they're one, trying to get ahead of us. You would go into one doctor's office that maybe that office didn't have an abortion provider on staff. You would sit down at you know a video conferencing setup, be able to talk to the other doctor. They would then you know after having consulted with you prescribe the medication. It's for medication only Right. It's not going to be for,
0: nobody can do a surgery over video. This right. is only medication abortion, which is already a very safe procedure. Right. Yeah. It's
2: incredibly safe. They're prescribing a drug that is incredibly safe. There is no need for physical contact here. Um, this is a safe idea.
0: There will not be any less risks when you take this first medication if there is a doctor right next to you.
2: Right. Uh, the reason that they're giving for pushing this ban is safety. They're trying to claim somehow that this is an unsafe thing. It is not because all medication abortions that, you know, have happened in Ohio are safe even if they would happen through telemedicine. This is a bill looking to label something as a problem. They would love to pass this and prohibit it from happening in Ohio. But again, just like all the other bills that we've seen this general assembly Um,
0: All General Assemblies back in 2011. All
2: of the General Assemblies. They're bills that are designed to change the narrative. They're taking something that is safe and calling it unsafe just to change the way that people talk about abortions. And unfortunately, they've been doing that very effectively. Even the articles that have stated clearly, you know, this is not a problem, safety, you know, we'll still see. What does the headline say? We'll still see a headline that says, you know, well this is a situation that doesn't even happen. It'd be okay if it happened because this is a good form of medicine that's right. administered in a good method.
0: Lots of other mm. telemedicine is happening nationwide and with like different things like hey your insurance provider says you can see a doctor via your phone. Congrats, that's telemedicine. You got you got seen by a doctor for that weird cold you've had.
2: Right.
1: It's, that, it's incredible that they have all the capacity and tax dollars and time to to keep working on problems that I mean
0: Right. you know it's almost well, like doesn't
1: have anything else going on.
0: It's almost like they don't track how many hours their lawyers spend on these cases. Interesting.
2: Steve Huffman, Senator Huffman is a pretty rabid anti-abortion state senator, and so you know he's uh, he's been.
0: Is it him or Matt that barks their their answers? It's 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 a
2: little bit of both, but <laughs> it's mostly Steve. There's there's two Huffmans, Steve and Matt, and neither of them are uh, on your side. Nope. Um, you know that. He's pushing this bill uh, to try and block abortion access. It doesn't have anything to do, really, with the telemedicine end of things. It's the abortion part. It's the abortion part. He wants to ban abortion, and this is one way that he feels that he can do that.
1: Well, boo this man. I just want everybody to know that the reason why I started laughing was because I looked it up, and I was correct, and it was SB (laughs) 260. I
0: was was going to say, Hannah looks smug. I think she's right. Let's see what it is. Link in the show notes. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh well I think that's all we have for this week. So let's took take a look at our events, of which there are a lot. Uh January twenty fourth, which I guess would be today if you were listening to it. <laughs> yes. um, there is a all day fundraiser at Evolved on some on the Salmon Street location. And it is twelve uh PM to eleven PM. So all day. And any tattoo you go in there uh to get or piercing, or merchandise purchase, merch perch. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Twenty-five <laughs> percent uh, comes back to NARAL Pro Choice Ohio uh, Foundation. Um, there are some fun flash designs like that yeah. you can find out in the find in the Facebook page pe- event event are page. They, are there they go. corny? No, they're not corny. Um, <laughs> they're very <laughs> yonic, <laughs> if you will. Okay. <laughs> Look at my vocabulary. Um, but you could also just get whatever tattoo you want. I might get a cast iron with some roses. I might get a corn. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I got a
1: tattoo at the last fun that we did, which was in Cleveland. I got the the pro-effing pro, pro, ething, pro ething choice on mm-hmm. the front of my leg. And I called my dad yesterday, and I told him that I was going to go up to Columbus for a couple of days And we were chatting. And in the middle of my conversation, like I had talked about the tattoo day and then moved on. And he goes, you're not ever going to get a tattoo on your face, are you? <laughs> and I was like bitch i might it's it's a consideration it's not the top of my list but he was just very fixated. my dad who was covered head to toe and in, in tattoos like full sleeves was like face like that's what he zoomed in on so who knows come to the tattoo funders tomorrow i might get a uterus on my face i guess you could it's
0: like your cheeks could be like the the, the, oh my God. the ovaries
1: <laughs> anyway
2: when I was with SEIU, I had a friend who got SEIU tattooed on his
0: inner lip.
1: I also have an inner lip tattoo, but I'm not going to tell you what it says. I wanna, now I want to know. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> Saturday, January 25th, there is a coffee and care packages event with um, our friends at WHO and RCRC at the People's Mansion here in Columbus, um, 930. They're going to be having a nice coffee hour and also making abortion care packages for abortion patients across the state. love that. And then... Uh, s- Same day at noon, there's going to be an an abortion speak out. This is centering people who have had abortions. um, And it's also with the People's Mansion. That's with Urge and Who. And then next Thursday, January 30th, there's a Reproductive Health Happy Hour here in Columbus. The ACLU is actually hosting that one. It'll be fun times. And then the 31st, we have our Franklinton Repro Health Non-Discrimination Community Meeting. And that's all we have for the rest of January so far. Oh, my God. I hope there's something that comes up. I was going to say, I don't
1: think... (laughs) Because of how big the May Halls event was, I, I don't think I have anything else on my calendar for my part of the state. Take care of yourself. That's your job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Face tattoo. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting a face tattoo to decompress.
0: Hell yeah. All right. That's all we have for you this week. Bye.